Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? Bringing lyrics to life, we in here. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feel tonight? Great. Tonight, you feeling great? Yeah. Reese, how you doing? Tired. Tired? Oh, no. Nice. they put in 
in order to get to the climax of the book. So it's like, I just, to me, I want to write more realistically than that. Like when you're going through stuff with your significant other, you're usually going through other things. Like for me as a mom, I'm, I'm still a mom. Even when I have schoolwork to do, or we, even when I have housework to do, or even when I'm arguing with a significant other, I still have to be a mom. Like, like layers upon layers, every person has them. So I think, and I always go through this every time I write a book, I'll be like, oh, this, this character is too complicated. Like, people are going to get lost. But that's real. Like, everybody has layers. Everybody goes through more than one thing at one time, most of the time. So, um, yeah, that's what that's what I try to write about is is realistically speaking, trying to juggle the different titles you carry and the different roles you play and and how challenging it can be. Yeah, that that is a definite um, mental note, mental health note <laughs> yes. factor of of learning one that balance is needed and necessary, yes. and then also that to balance right can cause oh yes anxiety oh yes um and a lot of people don't don't acknowledge it a lot of people don't realize it and a lot of people don't even know how to handle or address it you know when you hear anxiety um especially in the african-american community mm -hmm. you being extra right um, <laughs> if you're a believer it's just a spirit we're gonna cast right. it and pray it out of you um <laughs> But it, it is it is that of of a true mental health thing, mm -hmm. um, and it is something that has to be balanced. It has to be worked out. It, it has to be processed. Yes, it's a step by step thing. Right. Um. So that that is great that you uh, are tackling that. Yes, I try. Um, <laughs> as you often do in all of your books. Yes. Um always bringing forth some very interesting characters right yes um so we had uh the song the first the song that we played was damaged yes. right yes. um why that song right why did you pick that song tell us the background of that song um and what the artist uh her is talking about in that song so one thing that i found interesting about this song is is her accountability it's like you know you have the ability to cause damage if I let you, uh, right? Like, like if I grant you that permission, and and it may not um, be intentional. Like that's something that I talk about in the book. Is is sometimes people hurt you with the best intentions in the world. Like they have the best intentions in the world, but it it just doesn't go the way we plan, and and then they hurt you, and it's like. And I feel like in her song, she's saying, I know I can see this in you. Like, I can see the potential to hurt me in you. <laughs> and I don't know if I should give you this opportunity or not. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth the risk. So that's why I picked it, because I think that that's a real a real issue that, that we go through, um, especially when it comes to relationships, is trying to figure out the risk involved and if it's worth it and if it's a necessary risk and and sometimes it's just it's just not <laughs> it's just not it um but i just really appreciated her accountability more than anything because i don't think we do that often <laughs> gotcha gotcha um i'm gonna play this next track that you also selected uh from lma title one two
and do what it is that that we feel because a lot of times i feel like we we always feeling something that we don't act on because we smarter <laughs> bless it but sometimes we do feel like I'll, I'll say it, I'll say it in this way. We feel that that toxicity rising up out of us, where we want to get physical, or um, even if even if you want to express yourself physically, like let's let's say for instance, you know, I, we're we're in a relationship and you done smashed all my peoples, right? Like everybody around me, and then I just decide to smash one of your peoples, and it's going to destroy you, that one person versus the thirty that I had to deal with. And that's that's what that that song is about is is just being pushed to the to the limit and really acting on it. And I feel like that's what the book is about. It's like, you know, in relationships we under and overestimate each other. Men oftentimes underestimate women's physical abilities and they overestimate our emotional capacity. Like what we can handle emotionally versus like, bro, I could throw hands with you for real. Like, why you, why you playing? And, and y'all think it's a game. Like, y'all think, oh, you know, she's just going to eat it. It's going to be cool. No no problems. Nah, bro, see me in the streets. <laughs> but no, nobody want to have these conversations. Why are you trying to Because that's just, I'm, I'm in therapy. Um, <laughs> but whereas women, we, we underestimate men's emotional needs. Mm. And we overestimate their potential. Or even their ability to meet or exceed their potential. Because sometimes we fall in love with what we believe they're going to become or what they have convinced us that they want to be. And that's not really, they don't really got it in them to be that. But that's who we fall in love with. And when they don't become that, then we all heartbroken. We do it to ourselves a lot of times. So. Reese uses, I mean, your head is just like, <laughs> What you got? <laughs> I told you how I was coming here. And I told you I was going to hold Negro Spirit for a whole episode. And, and I'm going to do my thing to keep to my word. <laughs> but we do want to hear from you. And I know this is a tough topic because relationships are tough. But something that's important, too, is people people believe that, that they're supposed to have relationships. Like, that's just... That's just the ultimate goal for a lot of people. And the truth of the matter is nobody's truly really ready for healthy relationships unless they've been cultivated to do that. And what I mean by that is were you raised in a healthy, loving home where you were properly taught and able to express yourself the way that you would need to be able to communicate as an adult? Were you taught that? Were you raised that way? Did you see that in your household? Was that modeled for you? Because we go out here in this world and we think we know how to have a friendship or a, a healthy romantic relationship. And some of us have no clue what that consists of. But we just we just linking up with people like it's supposed to work out. And like we said before, like we set ourselves up for failure. So why, why do you think there there's always this this after all that you just said? Right. Well. What do you think causes that that difference between the male and female species, like as far as how we process one another? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think causes that? Where does that even come from? The programming that we we talked about before, like men are taught to only trust their homies, right? 
to an extent. Not with their emotions, but with everything else. Mm-hmm. And they're and they aren't taught to communicate effectively, right? Like even when so let's let's talk about how how people in general tie their emotions to human interaction and how that can be unhealthy. And now I'm I'm never going to sit here and say right or wrong. I'm simply going to share my observations because as I said, I'm actively in therapy. I know I'm not emotionally healthy. <laughs> Let's just be real. But there when you when you're angry, you looking for somebody in your phone to vent to. Right? When you're sad, you're looking for that shoulder to cry on. When when somebody just did something stupid, you looking for somebody to talk to about them with. So a lot of our emotions we haven't learned. Sorry about that. Had uh, some technical difficulties real quick. Um, <laughs> so, in the description of, of tonight's episode, I have I have made the statement. I said, you know, it's it's our desire, right, both male and female, to see your partner, your significant other, happy, right. And sometimes we go over and beyond to do that, to make that happen. Um, But when you are going the extra mile to make someone else happy and it's killing you, right? Her happiness is my hell. Mm -hmm. Um, At what point at what point do we or not even at what point, like where do we, where should we start the balance at? Where should we start with, um, one thing that I'm learning right now is boundaries. Very important. Um, I have lacked that heavily mm-hmm. um, as far as uh, 
setting boundaries, you know, in, in my relationships with people in general, not just intimate relationships, just relationships in general. Right. It's, it's just setting those boundaries. So, um, yeah, well, where do we, where do we start? Where do we, where do we, where, what do we do with that? I don't think, and this is just my personal opinion, I don't think that it's healthy to hold someone else accountable for your feelings. Like, I don't think that my happiness is anyone else's responsibility besides mine. Um, I do think that in a relationship, whether it be intimate or friendship or familial, whatever, there are things that you should do as a person to prevent my discomfort, <laughs> right? Like, if you care about somebody, you shouldn't be going out of your way to hurt them. But I don't think that it's your responsibility to make sure that they're that they're happy either. Whether they're happy with you and what it is that you're doing and your behaviors and how they affect the person, and that's different. But my happiness as an individual, as a person, I don't think is anyone else's responsibility. I think that that's a boundary that people should set. Is is your there's nothing more personal. In your feelings <laughs> like that's that's you and you alone have that control over what you feel and how you respond to those feelings so i think that that's a boundary that should be set is as far as what what each other's expectations are in a relationship and again that's not just intimately but friendships and and familial relationships as well i think that that's all uh, we come back to communication and how important that is. Like, we got to be able to communicate and understand each other and respect each other in what we're saying. Can you give um, examples of boundaries? Like, define boundaries. What does that even mean? What does that look like? I think I think that they're different for everybody, but but boundaries are what shapes and... And I won't, I won't say control, but what facilitates a healthy communication? Because people need boundaries because people go into, into these situations with this idea or this, or this mindset that we're on the same page already. Like we know what, we know what cheating is. We know what um, what each other's love language is. We, we know all these things. So I think that communication is, is an important, is an important thing. And, and I think that when you're getting to know each other, you should have these conversations where it's like, well, what is, what is a boundary for you? What is a boundary for me? What are our expectations of each other? An example of a boundary would be, um, is um, the, the, I think the in-laws is, is a good boundary. So um, when we go to, to your mother's house, I believe that there are certain conversations that, that we should not have with your mom. That's a boundary. There's, there are certain conversations we shouldn't have in front of her. There are certain conversations we shouldn't have with her. Um, and not just her, but you know that right. that family that 
because that is another level of family, right? Like that's that's not our immediate household. So when we're with with this family, these are the conversations that I want to avoid. These are the topics that I I don't want to discuss. And um, it's funny how how a lot of that is overlooked. But then when it's a problem, it's 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 over exaggerated. It's but like the a lot of a lot of problems can be prevented with boundaries, with conversations, with communication. Like, but the the issue with that is you have to know what your boundaries are before you expect someone else to know what they are. Because if you can't communicate with them, if you can't articulate what what's a hard pass for you and what's you know what I mean, like what's not going to work, then it's it's hard for for people to go in as mind readers. I mean. A lot of people, again, we talk about having to know yourself in order to be able to, and that's one of the themes in the book, too, is is who am I introducing you to? When, when I'm trying to have a relationship with somebody, because we all have different roles, right? right? Like, which version of myself do I want you to get to know? And hopefully, if it's an intimate relationship, you want them to know the core of you, the right. depths of you. But is that who you're introducing them to? And at what stage in the relationship do you introduce them to that person? These are things that you have to know within yourself before you call yourself or consider yourself ready for a relationship or trying to build a relationship. So, again, it comes back to knowing yourself and being able to effectively communicate. (laughs) So these are all problematic issues that could result poorly. Now, in in the process of not even in the process, right? So I guess boundaries, right? It, they need to be established in the beginning, and then, um, and, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, or or somebody help me understand, right? Because so if I'm setting boundaries, mm-hmm. and you don't agree with the boundaries, mm-hmm. then we should probably cut the relationship then, right? depending on what where what the boundary is where y'all are and why it's a like again this is a conversation like this isn't a well this is what we need to do and if we're not going to do this it's a wrap because that's where y'all going to go as a relationship anyway if that's where you're coming in from so it's not like a so it's not a dictatorship type thing it shouldn't be no relationship should be it should be a open line of communication got you but if i'm trying to set a boundary and this boundary is important to me. Right. It's important to me for a reason. Okay. And if you can't agree with said boundary, mm-hmm. then that's already a concern in the relationship. Yeah, if it if it's important to you and the other person isn't isn't respectful of that, then that's problematic, yeah, for sure. And I definitely think it should be addressed accordingly. Because, I mean, that's that's a key component of a relationship is respect. <clears throat> so in setting boundaries, right, how do you... It's a conversation that needs to be had, right? Yeah. So you having this conversation, we're trying to establish the boundaries. You know, we're trying to establish the likes, the dislikes, um, what will work, what won't work, what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do. And also understand that boundaries change over time. <laughs> you beat me. T- All right. Sorry. So <laughs> boundaries 
can change mm-hmm. over time because right. now we're in this thing mm-hmm. for some time. So now I'm learning right. you more. I'm learning me more. Exactly. I'm learning us more. Yes. So now we got to come back to the drawing table and have another discussion. Right. And we need to implement some new boundaries. Yes. Um, but a lot of people don't do well with that. You know, a lot of people, they, they hit you with the line like, oh, you changing on me. Oh, but, you switching up. But this is why I said a lot of people aren't ready for relationships. And I, when I say relationships, I mean as a whole. So there are people that, as I said before, tie their emotions to human re- relationships. Like, so even in friendships, you, you might build a bond on pain. And then as you begin to heal, that relationship deteriorates and you can't understand why. Well, what's the foundation of the relationship? If that person isn't ready to heal from whatever pain it is, like every relationship has a magnet. There's something in you that is magnetizing me to you, whether it's pain, drama, chaos, healthy. It could be anything. And and until you know what the basis of your relationship is, you probably are going to have some difficulty communicating. Because if, if our relationship is built on pain and I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to heal and you're still there, which is fine, then we're, our communication is, is going to falter. Like, it's it's not going to be healthy. It's not going to be on the same level. It's the, it's the same thing, like, um, let's use, uh, what's, what's that health thing that, um, Herb, Herbalife, is it called? Yeah. Okay, so let's say you no, got, not you, no, let's say you got an Herbalife uh, guru, right? And you got me, whose favorite food is Wendy's, right? And I'm eating Wendy's, like, every day. And you are Herbalife, and you trying to talk to me about Herbalife while I'm eating French fries. Right. And I'm like, oh, I, all right, that's what's up. And you like, oh, well, yes, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. You want to go with me? And I'm like, nah, I'm not going. And then you upset because you want me to grow with you. You want me to be healthy with you. But that's not where I'm at. Right. So either we have to figure out a different way to communicate, a different thing to bond over. Or we have to change the, the the methods of our relationship, the reasoning behind our relationship. And a lot of people aren't ready to let go of some of those toxic ties. You know, I, I often say, meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I find myself saying now with that, when you meet a person where they are. Be ready to leave them there. Understand (laughs) they may not be going, ready to go, or trying to go Mm -hmm. where you may want to go. Yes. So when you meet them where they are, Mm -hmm. you are having to make a conscious decision of I'm either going to stay here. Yes. Or I'm going to give you what I can. And, and dip. <laughs> but I'm also going to have to come to the crossroad of leaving you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that way about about intellect because um, I used to be one of those people that every time I learned something, I wanted to share it with the world until I realized a lot of people don't want to know. They yeah, they don't, don't care. Know they stuff, don't, you yeah. know? And that, that was like a really hard revelation <laughs> for me. Like, oh... So you don't want to know. So you just want to stay. You know, and a lot of people say (laughs) ignorance is bliss, and I say ignorance is danger. Ignorance is dangerous, but I 
I also say that awareness is isolating and that caring is debilitating. So you have to pick and choose your battles. You have to know what, what you're going to give your energy and effort to. And I'm at a point now where I'm like, if you comfortable in that, I'm comfortable with you staying there. I'm comfortable with, with you being ignorant. And I, my favorite thing now is is okay. That's my favorite word now. So mm -hmm. if we're having a conversation, I'm going to say my piece, and then it's okay from there. So after you can – so I had this conversation with somebody, and they said – my therapist said something to me, and I didn't agree with it. And the person that I was speaking to about it said – well, why are you in therapy if you're not going to listen to your therapist? Well, <laughs> a therapist is a person right. with thoughts and feelings and their own ideals. And that's like saying, if you're not going to listen to your parent, then why are you a child? <laughs> like, they're there for guidance, but sometimes they get it wrong because they're human. And that's okay. Like, I, like, there's no one person that I'm going to follow blindly. Ever, no matter what your title is. And I think that that thought process is dangerous. But that also helped me see the revelation that how much of our um, emotional outlets are tied to human interaction. Because that's not it for me. Like, I, I feel better when I process alone. Like, when, I, when I'm angry, I write about it. When I'm sad, I take deep breaths. I calm myself. I think about something else and, until I can process what it is that I'm sad about so that I know my own healthy coping mechanisms for those times when there is nobody to call, when there is no shoulder to cry on. Like, I, I just, I'm not going to follow people blindly, and I think that that's what a lot of, a lot of emotional attachments are is, is those relationships that are built on pain or, or suffering and and then they falter and then you feel lost like you can't navigate through life without that person or without that shoulder or without those words and i just i really feel like people have to get to know themselves and be comfortable in their own feelings and their own thoughts because otherwise you setting yourself up for failure and that and then again going back to being ready for relationships if you grew up in a household where you were emotionally stunted um, and you weren't you know um, able to effectively communicate or taught to effectively communicate and then you grow up and you and you assume because the world taught you that you have to be in a relationship whether it's a friendship or um, you know an intimate relationship that's what is assumed that 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 has to happen you haven't even gotten to know yourself because that you weren't raised to be able to know yourself like that was that was a big, a big thing for me is who am I without the voices without everybody else around you telling you who you are and what you're into like that's such a needed journey for every single person and sometimes unfortunately it has to happen later in life because those childhoods are are drenched in other people's nonsense right. <laughs> so I mean that's just life uh, Patrick said, he said, some people are not healed from their past hurt and they may not see it. Yes. <laughs> but he said they need their butt kicked. <laughs> um, so I, I have two things to say in line in regards to that. Um, first and foremost, you know, sometimes we have to learn and take the time out to even identify who we are to be in a relationship. Yes. Because sometimes... 
you're not to be intimately involved with a person. Yes. You might just need to be the friend. Mm -hmm. You might just need to be the person that kicks them in the butt, mm -hmm. or you might just need to be the shoulder. Mm -hmm. And whoever you are supposed to be, you, the person, also needs to be comfortable with being just that and not looking and hoping for something more. Right. Um, the other thing to that is, you know, a lot of times and sometimes, um, like you said, that that magnification, there's some sometimes we're drawn to be the help for that person to get them, get them to their point of healing. Right. Um, and in that, you have to be okay with that role. I, you know, it's hard, um, especially, and I, I'll speak for me, um, from an emotional standpoint, you know, it's very easy to find yourself, um, and this is why boundaries are important, mm -hmm. it's very easy to find yourself in situationships because you become close and intimate with a person, and when I say intimate, I mean intimate in their process, mm -hmm and helping them and doing whatever or getting whatever, whatever the case may be, and then feelings start to, you know, be exchanged and so on and so forth. So you got to really um, self-evaluate yes. a lot. Yes. You know, you really have to self-evaluate a lot daily, I'll say, um, to figure out who it is that you are and then who it is that you are supposed to be to another person. Yes. And I think that that's, that's how these relationships grow and mature and and are built on health and wealth <laughs> because otherwise people interpret things differently and that's what we were talking uh -huh. about as far as communication and boundaries and that's one of the things that I make light of in the book but I always say I write metaphorically because for those who, who are ready for it they're going to get it because even with reading it's like Okay, let's take cheating, for example. If you just got cheated on and you're in an emotional, vulnerable space, you're not ready to look at the logic. You're not ready to, to grow from that situation and learn from that situation. You you need to be where you are and feel what you feel. Right. But for somebody who, who has been through it and who has dealt with it and who has looked in the mirror to figure out where whether you were the cheater or the cheatee, you, you were, you know, ready to grow and learn from it. There are things in there that, that you're going to pull from that the others aren't going to. So, metaphorically speaking, if, if where you are in your process is going to interpret something that I'm saying or doing differently than the way I'm intending it, we're going to have a, a difficult time communicating again. So, like, one thing that I make light of in the book is, is let's say you just happen to be good at something physical. And... To a guy, because they're not the brightest, um, that means something different than what you're saying, right? Because guys don't think that women are capable of of having um, some guys e emotions removed from physical acts, right? So because I'm good at that, now you assume that we're in love and that definitely I'm some guys. Because I call a lot right? of female savages, <laughs> right? But know. like, but there are guys out there that. Like, oh, now you're in love with me. Now I don't know how to communicate with you. Now I don't know where we are in this situation. And it's like, but we talked about this. You know where I'm at. That didn't change that. So 
Now you're having difficulties and we should probably discuss it, but guys don't initiate those types of conversations. Nor do they participate in them after you initiate them. Right. So these are these are the types of difficult situations we find ourselves in based on lack of communication and a, a misinterpretation of something because of egos or or your own ideals or your own beliefs, which is again, if you were cultivated properly and ready to even have a situationship, because because people think that they're ready for for a situationship because of the way that it appears to be. It appears to be simple. It appears to be easy. But then, what if you catch feelings? Okay. And you aren't ready to have that conversation. So now you have a bug up your butt. Right? Like, now you can't even... Now you're bringing this negativity to me, and we were just here to have fun. And now it's a whole, it's a whole like, toxic issue between us that I don't even understand, because I, I thought we understood each other. We communicated, everything was fine, and now you, you upset with me because you misinterpreted something. That I, and this is another thing, this is which is problematic for people who lie, is... When I say something, I mean it. <laughs> like, like, if we do something and I say it means this, don't tell me it meant some. It could mean something different to you. To but you. But you can't tell me what it meant to me. You just can't. I, I tell people <laughs> that irritates me so much, and I say to people all the time, "Stop speaking for me." Yes. Please. No, even more than speaking, stop thinking for me. You're gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> you can't do that. You have a hard enough time thinking for yourself. Let's just be real. <laughs> people got to get it together. Uh, Patrick uh, also said, he said he feels single people should cherish the fact that they're single mm -hmm. and can learn what they like and themselves. Yes. That That is that is true. But you know what? With that, um, that is a very healthy journey. Yes. Um, but it can be painful. It can be painful and it can also be toxic because some people will become so involved in themselves. I was trying to think of other ways um, to where it, it will create a demon mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it creates an expectation, mm -hmm. um, an unrealistic expectation when they get in a relationship. And it also leads to a lot of control. And manipulation. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it is one of those, it, it all goes back to balance. It really does. Yes. It all goes back to balance. Um, he also said that toxicity is starting to become a trend. And people think it's cute when it's not. It's not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have seen, I would say within the last few weeks, a lot of um, other different podcasts, different talk shows, um, definitely uh, different things that's going on in the music industry right now. Uh, it is it is really like a thing now, mm -hmm. and it is it's okay. It it is the trend now, and it's cute. Like it is almost a fashion statement. Like I'm toxic, and it's okay. Like that's gonna be the next song. It's mm -hmm. it's gonna be a hit, and everybody's gonna love it. Yeah, it, it's it's somebody's gonna, it's, and I'm sure. I'm trying to think. Because I'm sure it probably already is a song out titled Toxic. Probably. Oh, yeah, uh, Kalani. Didn't Britney Spears okay. do one? Okay, boom. Song? 
Kalani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, right. So the two of them are yeah. Cause now I'm thinking about both those songs and the lyrics. Yo, Patrick. Yo, you you're so you so on with that, bro. Um, and it's crazy though because it's it is now like the wave. Um, but I will also say that. You see it more in the female species. And I was going to say, what gets me about that is the toxic females that are so proud and boldly making these toxic statements are quick to play the victim. And it's like, you, you got to choose a lane, sis. Like, Hold on, what you just said? Like, you can't, you, <laughs> you can't be a savage and, and be toxic and then be crying because... A toxic savage. Bro, when you, <laughs> when you put toxicity into the universe, the universe is going to give you toxic. Like what? What are we doing here? I don't understand. How can you be both? Come on, Reese. Just how give you, it to us. A toxic victim. Let, let, let us know. Come on, let it let it go. <laughs> this whole conversation I find to be interesting because, first of all, there are some there have been some events recently where people did some toxic stuff, and had I reacted how I thought, I don't think it would have been toxic. They earned. <laughs> Every bit of what I thought about doing. And they really they did. And I probably would have been Facebook news. But the fact of the matter is for you to move like that, mm-hmm. clearly you earned it. Yeah. Another thing I have found interesting in the last half hour <laughs> is the fact that you need to know how to deal with things by yourself. So why is it then that people that stay to ourselves, we are seen as the issue? And Seems the to me, mentally, we're ahead of you all. because, And people can say what the freak they want about me. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you one freaking thing. One thing I know is Reese. Mm-hmm. I spend all my time with Reese. I stay in my room with Reese. There is many days where Reese's phone doesn't ring. And I don't talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. And though that may make me not the most chipper person in the world, I do like me. So I just find this whole conversation to be extremely interesting. And then as far as the toxic thing, Patrick, where you been? These all the hoes with the men, they married, they got kids, they got the bag, they got the, this is the thing now. If you're not toxic, you're not the wave. So I just find this whole conversation to be extremely interesting because... My reality has said that by mental standards, some of you us who look to right. be at the bottom, we might actually be at the freaking top. Mm-hmm. Who knew? I always say there's nobody in the world that you're going to spend more time with than yourself. No. So it's amazing to me how many people don't know themselves. At all. And, and it's a lot of people that are eager to be in relationships, like I was saying, that are not ready for them. Like, you know, and, and I also wonder if, you know, why are you so eager to be in a relationship? Do you like yourself? Like, are you are you feeling like you're spending too much time with yourself that you want to to spend with another person, which is when you get those people who are looking for their happiness in someone else and setting themselves up for failure and and all these other issues become and then that like I said like you have to ask yourself 
if you're ready to be in a relationship because relationships aren't easy and y'all come in with these assumptions like this is what this relationship is going to consist of these are the things that i want and and y'all not even ready to have these conversations y'all can't even articulate these things but y'all have these ideas in your head so you know know yourself uh shout outs to chris quinn top number one salesman at uh woodbury nissan that's my guy <laughs> listen if you need a car I, I, that that's the guy right there he definitely takes care of me all the time i love him the life he definitely uh takes care of me and my family the things that i need as far as uh my vehicles and what i'll be looking for chris i appreciate you uh thanks for tuning in <laughs> hey listen he, 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 he watching i just had to shout him out now that's my guy though like listen because listen because <laughs> i can call chris and say this is what i want this is what i'm looking for this is what i need da, 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 da. he say these are your options right when i went and, and and got that truck i was in and out of that dealership in less than an hour mm. you, you hear see, me you see how communication works well in relationships <laughs> You can communicate effectively expectations from each other. And, and then and let me tell you this. The needs. And, and here's the awesome thing about that. Because I told him what I was looking for. Basics. Listen, I, I need I need an eight, a AC um, SUV, right? Um, I, I, you know, I would like to have a sunroof. Da, 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 da. Not only did he give me the basics, but then he went beyond mm -hmm. and, and gave me a fully loaded vehicle. A, a double sunroof, like he, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what communication what will bring you. When you know the basics, it's easier to exceed the expectations. <laughs> when you communicate effectively, it's easier to meet those needs and exceed the expectation. So I can't. Patrick gets on my nerves. So he said, Therese, he said, he said, fact, I've been in the cut working from home, working on me, fresh out of a toxic relationship. Um, then he said, some people cannot handle being alone, so they break themselves to make themselves fit, and that's just doing damage to themselves. Mm -hmm. Totally agree with that. Yes. Uh, then going to say it's the commercial break for me. He almost said he need a new car. Ah. <laughs> <Hilarious. laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> I, I will say this. I would very much so like to be in a relationship, and I think it is because of all the time I've spent by myself. Like, I'm always with me, myself, and I, whenever I have friends, 90% of the time, I'm the healer. Mm -hmm. So once they get what they need, they leave. Mm -hmm. So I am left by myself. I've been this bulletin board for people, like, if you need this, go to Reese. If you need that, go to Reese. Like, I've been the poster child for misery. So at this point, you know, it would be nice to have that. Like, that would be nice to have. I don't even think it's that difficult. I have found over the last <laughs> few years, and even recently, that people are insane. Oh, that's true. I'm finding out <laughs> that I, I am finding out that people I don't think they hear what they're saying. Mm -hmm. I don't think they see what they're doing. I've literally had people, see, this is why you shouldn't delete threads, but I get so angry, <laughs> and I want your name out of my <laughs> texting, and now I wish I had the proof to prove <laughs> some of what I'm talking about. Because I have literally had people say one thing, 
And then in the next statement, go the opposite of what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I, you are like, okay, I don't want any attachments right now. I don't want to do nothing physical. Cool, I don't want to do nothing physical either. Well, well I, that, that opening statement was enough right there. Well, listen. The attachment. I, that, I, for me, was a flag. I don't want any emotional attachments either because that's just as bad. So it's like, you're, if we've already talked, you're almost saying, like, you're already emotionally attached, so this is why you're running. Then it's like, so this is what it is. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm uninterested now because you pop around to do this. Then you go into, well, are you going to sleep? Well, what's up? And then you talk to me for days upon days on end straight. Mm -hmm. And then set up meetings and then go missing. Sir, you who said that you didn't want to see nobody, be near nobody, now you setting up meetings and now you run away before any meetings have taken place. I'm so sick of this narrative that it's females that don't know what they want. That's a freaking lie. Talk about it. The most confused individuals. Because <laughs> you say what you want about me, I'm pretty freaking crystal clear. It, whether you hate it, whether you love it. You pretty much, if you think it's sweet, you're going to want to drink it all day. If you don't like my taste, you're going to spit me out immediately. Because I'm the same. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. I have never seen such confusion <clears throat> as it is in the male species at the moment. They are sending red flags, blue flags, warm, hot, cold. Like, you're getting everything all at the same time. And I think even that is toxic because TV shows and stuff painted like females are so indecisive. Mm -hmm. I can only speak from my, and I'm always the exception to the goddamn rule, mm -hmm. so maybe it is just me. But when it comes to me, I am getting mixed signals it's the indecisive is not the females now it is on the male end and they're they're they are contradicting themselves in the same conversation and they don't even see that they're doing it so i'm already ready to kick back and then when i kick back you pull me in closer okay so then when i grab you back you run nigga like nobody's doing this like we got this we're not gonna keep doing this. You're gonna figure it out, or you gonna get out. Like a lot of it is fear. A lot of a lot correct. of people know exactly what they want. They just are not in a place where they can accept it, so they can't articulate it to somebody else. So why not leave the person alone? What you cannot do is try to babysit them to make sure they didn't get too far yet. I, I you can't do that. That's not that's not comfortable though. Like I'm not I'm not going. I know you it. You feel me? Like I'm not gonna let you do what you did to me to somebody else like that's not what we're doing i'm not mature enough to handle that <laughs> but i'm not also not ready to give you what everything that i know that you need because the same way we we see potential in them they see potential in us and that scares them a lot of people especially when they don't feel like they're they've met their potential to be what you need and what they feel that you need that's what i'm saying about people trying to think for you it gets scary out here i will say this but first of all um my my ride out song uh, is Track Star by Mooski. That joint be hitting. I think y'all should hear that. I don't know if y'all haven't y'all haven't heard it. A, oh a, yeah, it's adorable. I didn't know he was so that, cute. That song right there. <laughs> that song right there. Them lyrics they hit different. But um, 
<laughs> Patrick said, I like the cat and mouse game. <laughs> I will say Clearly. this. <laughs> I will say this. Know, Bro, that's why he's got out that toxic relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, what I will say, though, is, uh, yes, a part of it is fear. But uh, uh, another part of it, again, is is the boundary and the balance thing. Men completely as a whole in total lack um, how to balance. Right. Um, because you have to think about our structure, our, our upbringing, and, and the things that are planted, right? So work, 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 work. Right? Provide, 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 provide. Money, money, money. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the forefront, right? If I can't see how we can make this work together and you help build, I'm already unconsciously running. You know understand what I'm saying? Right. Um I can set a date. But if an opportunity comes up, I instantly forget about the date. Christian's famous for this. I have stuff on my calendar all day long. I have reminders <laughs> to remind myself to look at my calendar. Mm -hmm. I still ignore every alarm, every event, and still be missing stuff mm -hmm. because when I get because and because of who I am and, and because of Understanding how things and people work, I'm always jumping, right? That's my life. Like, I'm in that fast lane yeah. constantly. So, when things come up, it's like, all right, cool, yup. Like, I am literally the yes man. Can you do that? Yeah, sure, no problem. Yes, you are. Yes, can you, can you meet me here? Yeah, sure, no problem. Like, today, I'm so proud of myself. Thank you, Jesus, for deliverance. No, for real. I was coming home from work. I was getting ready. Somebody hit me up and was like, um... Yeah, I'm available right now if you can meet up. I'm like, all right, bet. Shoot me the address. I pulled over, put in the address, and I'm like, oh, they all the way in Norristown. All right, it's 343. By the time I get there, they try to get home, didn't do the podcast. I got to shower, change clothes. Da, da. Well, if I get on this way, I can, like, so here, Christian, and then the man, right, I'm going to try and make it work. So I'm going, I'm going reroute, I'm going to make the highways work, I'm going to make traffic disappear, I'm going to make this thing work so I can, I, I hit the person, I said, listen, let's just try for tomorrow. There's, it's, I can't, like, I literally, and that's the, like, I was like, I'm really, like, I really actually didn't try to kill myself for a change <laughs> and try to and try to do something that I knew was just virtually impossible because of time. Like, it just wasn't going to work. I was going to find myself rushing, then I was going to see myself speeding. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I had to calculate and put all these other things in, into perspective. Most people, most men, mm -hmm. we don't do that. Right. We don't. We just jump and we just go and we just do. And then it's, and we don't ever take into consideration um, how it affects the person on the other end. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I I've, I try to do better with that altogether anyway because that call back statement, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you back. Okay. There was no set time or date on when you was going to call back. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna call you right back. And this is why, and people think Christian is always being smart and sarcastic. I ask all the time, okay, so what does what does your definition of right back mean? What does that mean? You understand what I'm saying? Because especially conversations where, yeah, can we do let's let's meet up, let's do da 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 da. da. All right, do it. All right, hold on. Well, let me figure this out real quick, and I'm going to call you right back. Well, what does that mean? Because if you think I'm going to sit here and wait for you to call me right back to then tell me that you can't make it, yeah. and I done waited on you, now you about to catch something from me, right. Right? right? So let's define right back, and then let's figure out if you really can do this or not. Right. Go ahead. So you made the statement, as a man, it's work, 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 and if I can't see me building this with you, then I'm running. So here's the question. If you telling me, let's say we're having a conversation, we trying to, we like each other, and we're having a conversation. <laughs> 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 and you're telling me about all you, how much you're working, and all you trying to get done, and... What you gonna say, where you fit in that? In this? No, I'm, a, I'm oh. gonna tell you what's said, and then you tell me how that makes y'all feel, because I'm okay. not understanding. And you make the statement of, I just got a lot of things I want to accomplish. When the female says back to you, I do too. We can just push each other. Is What does that do? What do y'all hear? So let me say this. Christian is different, right? So for me, that's motivating and that's a turn on. Let's, let's, let's network, let's collab, let's build. But that's also Christian. I have built success and businesses off of networking and collaboration that is my model you understand so that works for me for other people it could say this that that's good that's cool that sounds good but i'm going left and you going right my focus is over here and your focus is over here so i don't know how this is going to work uh okay so if you're telling me i got all the stuff i'm going to accomplish because my in 2021, Fallon has been deemed the distraction. I am the distraction to me. I'm going to make a shirt that says distraction. That is what I have been told repeatedly in the last few months. So here's my thing. If I'm telling you we can push each other, seems to me that would say to you, I'm not going to try to pull you from it. If you're communicating with me, I got to do this and I got to do that. And you're telling me, and I know up front this is what you do, I would be out of pocket now to have a problem with that because you were clear up front, mm -hmm. this is what this is what I got going on, this is what I'm doing. I got all this, and I'm trying to balance it. So when you communicate that to me, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, go get it. Do what you got. That's what I'm saying when I say we can just push each other. So it gets interesting to me when they tell you and all you present is support, and they still run. When women are are deemed by men by being so unsupported. So when one is, and you still get on that track and wait for them to shoot that gun so you can take off sprinting, that blows my mind. I, I can say this, and it goes back to what Patrick said as far as people not healing from past relationships. Um, because... What happens is, again, it sounds good, right? And and then you do become the distraction because you're saying all the right things. Mm -hmm. Now I decide to get in a relationship with you, and then you flip. 
now you you become the clingy, the naggy, the you don't have time for me. So y'all you're do always we do. busy. We're her until we prove we're not. Is basically it, what you're yeah. Because okay. what happens is, um, you know, I I <laughs> I often say jokingly now, but kind of serious, like I, your credit score, finances, all that other stuff. I just want a cheerleader. I've liked that so much, I just want a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even in that, like, I even have to be mindful of even saying that because that's not healthy. That's not that's not healthy for me to say and think because then if I just get just a cheerleader, I can't be mad because that's what I put. That's what I put into the atmosphere. That's what I want. But because I've lacked that so much of having... And the whole thing is what people lack understanding of relationship is it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. So give me a partner. Give me the the balance, the diverse, the well-rounded. So I need the support system. I need the um the friend. I need the person who I can be me with. I need the person that I can laugh with. I need the person that I can cry with. I need the person who I can talk to, that I can receive from. They can, you know what I'm saying? We need all of these things. Now, are we going to get all 10? No, you're probably going to get 8 out of the 10 or whatever. You have to pick and choose on which female and which of those 8 out of the 10 you're willing to go with and not go with or whatever, right? Prioritize. You, right, mm-hmm. you, you have to, exactly, you have to prioritize on what your immediate need and desire is but it also goes back to when i had a question for you it goes back to the again just that point of balance and boundaries so based off of your experience at what point and i think it's kind of hard to put a time on it but at what point do you start giving boundaries like do we you know what i'm saying like is it day three is it after we've we've been talking for a week? Like you know what I'm saying? Because the other thing is, I don't care what nobody say, you still gotta be tactical in this relationship thing. You understand? You can't you can't go in there, boom, this is my heart. You know what I'm saying? This is all of me. This is because I used to do that. That was Christian. I'm gonna give you all of me straight up front. Listen, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this is what I do. And now I'm like, dang, they took me for everything I got. Yeah, I got I got to gave it to you. Yeah. So now I, I got to be wiser, right? I got to be tactically, I got to be tactical about this thing. I got to determine, I got to give it, I gave you pieces of me. Mm-hmm. Who's saying that? Legacy, pieces of me. Yeah, I got to give you pieces of me over time, mm-hmm. right? So and that's actually a question, I guess, to the two of you now, since since you, you uh, spoke so profoundly on, on boundaries. At what point do we start having the discussion on boundaries? When I get someone to stay around long enough to figure out when to set them, I'll let you know. I think that at, let's talk about levels. Um, we can't because because <laughs> when you start talking about levels, you already you already lost people. But there's because there's, there's just there's, there's so many levels and they're just not I on mine. Say, there's two things I want to say about levels. One is depending on what the boundary is there are different levels of the relationship where certain boundaries need to be discussed. So at the beginning of the relationship... Define beginning. When we first start talking, when we first get start getting to know each other, because to me, time is a commodity. 
So I don't want to waste time. Time is. But hold on, when you say when we when we say start talking, because here's here's I love you females, I love y'all, but y'all little touched because I've also found myself in so many relationships that I didn't even know I was in. Again, okay, right. <laughs> so, when we start talking, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Or is it when we say together, "Let's date, let's be in a relationship"? Right. So, so I again, I think it's different for everybody. For me, as I said, time is is quality to me. So, to me, second or third date, like we're spending extensive time together. So, these are my boundaries. If we're going to continue to date, continue to get to know each other, continue to spend time together, then these are the boundaries that I I would like for us to abide by going forward. I would also like to know what your boundaries are. I would also like to know what your expectations are up up front because... uh, But but let me just be also clear about the fact that I'm not in a space where a relationship is a priority for me. So my boundaries is going to be different for other people. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's diff- everybody's boundaries are different. But I do think that there are different levels of every relationship where boundaries need to be discussed. And I think that in the beginning of the relationship, there are boundaries. I think that when you've, when you've decided to become an actual couple, there are definitely boundaries that need to be discussed. I think that once you get to the level of where you're introducing people to other people in your life, there are boundaries that need to be discussed. I think that at every level of a relationship, there are boundaries. Another thing about relationships, I just I, uh, levels, I just wanted to add was when um, when you were what you were saying about somebody asking for support or or telling you what their plan is, their game plan is. I think that some people, like they always say, fall in love with the process. Some people are so in love with the process that they forget the ultimate goal. So let's say, for instance, let's just say this is a hypothetical situation. Let's say you meet another artist and they're telling you, oh, well, you know, it's March. I got a single that I want to put out in in May and I want to cut the video in June and all these things, right? So now you have a timeline in your head. You know how to meet these goals. You know how to do all of this. And you're trying to help them, but they don't know. And they're not secure enough in, in who they are and where they are in their process to accept this help from you. Now they feel intimidated. Now they feel like less than. Now they're running because you've scared them. <laughs> so that's that's another thing about levels is it's not just what I'm asking for. Am I ready for what I'm asking for? So even even in in offering support is am I ready to accept that support, especially if I've never had it before? Because people ask for things that they've never had before, thinking that's what they want, and they don't know what to do with it when they get it. Or they ask for it, get it, and actually getting what they need scares the piss out of yeah. them. I yeah, have, because they're not used to it. I have never seen such scariness <laughs> in all of uh, Listen, my but I will, I will, again, but the, the thing with that too is, is, is the lack of, and then also the healing part. Because peop, when, when somebody give me a gift, I got a thousand and one questions. Where this came from? How much was it? Why? Mm-hmm. Who? Who gave you this idea? Did Jesus tap you on the shoulder? Mm-hmm. Can we pray about Like, I'm so serious. Like, I, I run from receiving. I do. Because I so many attachments. 
just so many experiences with things coming with attachments. It it scares me. It does. It really scares me. Um, the reason why I asked the question is because I often hear you in my head, right? So I went back, and I, I've been talking to a few of my male friends lately. Um, I've been talking to my counselor and some some um, biblical leaders as well, and I went back to a few females that that determined we were in relationships when we weren't, mm-hmm. and I asked them. I did. I asked them, like, how, who, what, where, when, why? And they said to me, they say, well, you were giving me all this attention and this, that, or whatever. Yeah, we were dating. We were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was being a friend. Right. There's like, yeah, I mean, I get it. But were you but also putting your dick in No. That is also a fact. No. Okay. No. No, no, no. And I've, I've also had this issue where I've... I, I, like similar but different I've overestimated my value in the relationship and what I mean by that is I have literally had somebody save my life and I'm I'm one of those people where and I'm learning not to be but I'm one of those people where because I've I've had so many early relationships that were built on BS that when you do something nice to me or um, you show no intention behind your kindness right. and gen- and I take it for genuity, I'm like loyal to the death. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to ride for you. Like whatever yeah. you need, I got mm-hmm. you. Yep. And this person literally said to me in my face that literally saved my life. And now, of course, I'm, I'm going to ride for you. I'm loyal to you. Whatever you need, I got you. The only reason that I saved your life was because you have a car. And I need and I need to use your car. <laughs> That's that, not funny. No, but it's happened to me and on more than one occasion where I've overestimated my value in the relationship where I'm thinking, You 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 love me, you you care about me, you value me as a human being, as a friend, as whatever, and it's because of, of another reason, you know, and I and that's a key point in the book is one of the chapters is called um, uh, best. Wait, let me look it up because I don't want to lie. <laughs> but it's about it's about how sometimes people do all the right things for all the wrong reasons. Right. Um, it's called bad ideas, best intentions, and it's like it's sometimes we just we just be confused and and overestimating our value in the relationship and and i'm talking about friendships family relationships like oh you my cousin so i got you whatever you need i got you bruh i've had family members set me up to to die to get killed (laughs) so like it's just you just have to really know your expectations of each other in every relationship because I'm telling you, you can have enemies right next to you. Like, like you ride in for them and they and they really want to see you out here in these streets. I I had an ex that people. Cause he's special. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know. You, you, I, you've met him or seen him, but. <laughs> I was talking, but I don't even know what the hell that's talking about. Alright, well, I can see this part, so. My bad. So, the, the conversation, um, the fellas and I uh, have been having and just recently had was um, boundaries, right? But stop. Not stop, but or yeah, stop too. But when in a relationship, give them girlfriend treatment and not wife treatment. So I will say for me personally, and that is one thing I I saw your face, but I can elaborate because in my little journey and process here and I could and counseling so many different ways. Um I've learned that for Christian personally and specifically one of the things that I have one of the things that I've done wrong and and not set boundaries but with that I have given too much. Right? Mm-hmm. Um and I was giving them what I knew how to be as a husband. Mm-hmm. So I was providing for people who I should not have been providing for. Agreed. Like that was not, <laughs> that was not our status. That was not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We were not, we were not married. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was providing for them. I was taking care of them. I was doing things for them. Um, I just got to say something real quick. Go ahead. This is my question, is who would you be if if you were never taught who you were? Because we've called you Uncle Pop-Pop your whole life. You've always taken care of everybody your entire... Because I had to. Right, that's my point. Your entire life. So now, as an adult, you get all of these people that think you you love them or you in love with them and they finna be your wife and all these things because all you know how to do is take care of people. Especially these people who've never been taken care of in their lives. Right. Of course that's gonna be misinterpreted. So that's that's my question to you is have you figured out who you are outside of who you've been made to be? And with that, I have and but even with that though and I'm but even with <laughs> the answers now. But no, 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 no. Because I will say this, um I can separate. Meaning growing up there were situations where I was put in situations where I had to do things because of the situation and the circumstance. Right. Um but I can separate from having to do a thing and wanting to do a thing. I can separate from doing something because I have to do it and doing something in a different way because I care mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I can separate and differentiate. Um, I've learned that I am a caring person. But what I've learned in that is that I have to set boundaries because I am a caring person. Yes. So because I am a caring and a giving person, I have to set boundaries so that way it does not create or deliver a message that says otherwise or says that 
I want more, or I'm giving you this because of this, or da 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 da. You know what I mean? Because, and I, I've also learned that people just don't. And and shout outs to uh, Mom Lu- uh, Dorothy Luce because she tells me all the time, Christian, everybody doesn't think like you. Right. Everybody doesn't move like you. Everybody doesn't work like you. And I used to get offended by that, and it used to cause me to shut down. But I'm now learning that no, legit, everybody just does not think that way. Everybody does not move that way so my definition of loyalty is always different compared to other people's definition of loyalty mm-hmm. um me giving out of the kindness of my heart and out of love is completely different you know because even in that there's levels to that you know what i mean because people will give out of love but out of how they love you or how they love for you so on you understand what i'm saying you know it's for me though it's just freely you know what I mean? I give because I, if I have it, I give because I see the need. I give because God tells me, whatever the case may be. So I'm not looking for something in return. Um, so I'm learning that I, I almost, not even almost, I really do, and, and have to, you know, to detach from how I was raised or growing up in those situations and circumstances and scenarios. But I have to deprogram myself. Yes. And reestablish some things um, in order to be able to move forward and be able to do and give in in the way um, that some people may need, want, or whatever the case may be. Um, So I'm learning boundaries, you know. um, And even with that, I kind of almost felt defeated. I almost shut down. It was like, dang, I'm 34 years in. Uh, finna get my divorce. This I ever now learn the boundaries. Like now, all these relationships, all of these situations, now learn the boundaries. Um, but as I always say, though, you know, in every situation, take something positive from it. Find a learning perspective. So, um, to all the toxic ones, thank you. Um, cause y'all, not nah, real talk. You put me in a place to where I'm learning. Um, I'm learning me better, and I'm learning. Because I'm learning me better, I'm learning what boundaries are necessary. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing that I often used to argue and say, even to Reese, because um, y'all always be like, oh, you do too much for these people, just that, or that, I'm like, yo, I, I can't change who I am. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. Um, and I'm not going to allow people to put me in a position to force me to change. And I, I mean, I literally have cried about that at times, like, I really, I'm going to have to become a butt munch. I'm going to have to become a jerk. Like, I'm going to have to, you know what I mean? Like, like it, you know what I mean? Like, it went from one extreme to the other. No, I just need to learn balance. And I need to learn boundaries. Um, so now I'm, I'm just taking different steps. I'm taking different routes. But you know what I will also say with that, though, what sucks is people who have been around you, um, people who know you, um, people who are your friend or whatever, because they know you to be that way or this way for so long, now it's your. They they start to push you away or box you in or because they don't understand. Right, it's hard to the change. Your right, and the need for it, and then now they're taking it personal. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you started treating me differently or this that or whatever. Like I will tell you, I mean, in these last few months. Even friendships, I had to. I've cut some people off. I've redefined friendship. Like now, now I'm, I'm asking questions. Like, 
are you even really my friend? Like, I was a friend to you, but are you a friend to me? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm starting to see, learn, and realize that just who I am is different from other people. Right. How I think and move is just different from other people. Yep. So my, and, and, and the crazy thing, I never really had expectations. I didn't. And, and the reason why is because literally everybody in my life has failed me. So I never, honestly, ever really had expectations. But for those who I have been loyal to the most, mm -hmm. never changed up on, always still gave, blah, 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 I would think yeah. things would be different. But they're not. And, I've, and, and it goes back to my famous meet people where they are. Yeah. And I want to be clear, too, for everybody listening like we talking about it as if it's, it's you know just this nonchalant thing but these are these are real issues that we work on daily that are very isolating because people genuinely don't understand when you get to know yourself your your identity changes your ideals changes your beliefs changes your definition of friendship changes like your boundaries change like these are all real issues that we go through on a daily basis of the people that we care about most becoming strangers mm -hmm. because of these things and then it's a real like tough situation to be in so i don't want anybody to take it lightly as if we we just talking because this is <laughs> this is real <laughs> life <laughs> and a lot of people ain't ready for it just be just be ready for the people that ain't ready for it and and, and i will always i i say this because um even as a child, growing up in church, one thing I always asked and used to get in trouble for, but it's like, if everybody's running to the pastor with all their problems, mm -hmm. who is the pastor going to? That's why they drinking soup with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nowhere for us to run. Um, and, and, and as you and I always talk about, and from working in mental health, and, and you know, and I've learned with that, I'm like, yo, mental health people need a mental health break. Uh, they every, need somebody. Every therapist should have a therapist. Uh, yeah, listen, real talk. And, and yeah, because I, I'm telling you, in this process of me just self-evaluating, it has even caused my approach to change even in counseling. You know, because it's like, as I'm learning things about me, and it's like, hey, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm always helping everybody. I'm like, Christian, help yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it, it helped me to realize some things. Um, so I take a a different approach with certain things and certain scenarios when talking and counseling other people and, and, and helping them through their journey. Um, but, you know, I definitely always often encourage healthy self-evaluation. Yeah. And I emphasize healthy because some of us will self-evaluate and victimization will come into play and then we will make everyone else the problem and that we're the solution and make it seem like our ish don't stink and we're okay and everybody else is crazy no there's crazy inside of you all right <laughs> yeah and another thing is with communication is knowing and knowing yourself and being able to articulate your wants and needs is also knowing your love language because i can tell you I, for whatever reason like we said i'm the go-to person like everybody want to come to me to talk about relationships i have no idea why 
But one thing that I get a lot is these people that that you know take on society's influence and think that a man gotta buy them this and buy them that and then realize later on that that's not even their love language. They lonely, they want the man to spend time with them, they want all the, uh, like, other things that the that society is not telling them is okay to want, and, and they don't even know how to express that. So, you again, you setting yourself up for failure, because you, you don't know who you are, you just going on off of what you're seeing everybody else into. So, knowing your love language and being able to communicate that is important, too. And I'm one of those people, I used to think that uh, the little love language test thing was stupid. I used to be, like, against that thing. Um, but it actually helps some people, I'll say. But one of the things, too, and, and man, I've been saying this since we were kids in family counseling. <laughs> um, counseling only works if you want it to work and if you take the steps to make it work right um and if you have a good counselor that's a real thing and like i said before these are people <laughs> with thoughts feelings and ideals and problems right of like, their own you i mean come on you gotta be able to discernment is the word you have to have your own discernment <laughs> like you can't just be following anybody blindly regardless of the title that's where a lot of people mess up at That's not really in your head now, huh? Yes, yes it is. I think I purchased that ringtone. <laughs> I did. I don't even know whose it was, but that was somebody's ring on my phone. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's terrible. <I> <laughs> it, not not because they were toxic. I'll tell you what ringtone was very meaningful, and that was um, Missy Elliott's teary-eyed. Somebody in my phone, their name was A-hole, and that was their... Uh, <laughs> You know what I thought about the other day? I thought about how many different people I had under the contact name POS at different times. <laughs> that 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 cap, that uh, contact name made its rounds through my phone. <laughs> the days of ringtones, boy. That would tell you a lot about a person and then that person's status with another person. Yes. My ringtones were wishful because they never matched what was actually going on, except for Terry Eyes. That one was very accurate. The rest of them was just hopefulness. I, this is funny because I don't even th think about boundaries. Like, this is interesting when y'all talk about this because so this is not something I sit in and, and think about. But why is that? Why do you not think about it? Why would I think about it? Who I'm going to set a boundary with? Your family. Oh, child, the, the boundary, everything's out of bounds, but then that boundary been set. Shoot, that ain't. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> it's lit. That boundary has been set. Oh, no. I, mm -mm. No, ain't no, ain't nothing to think. I am, I tried the other day because I am trying. <laughs> I am trying to find positive things like so I had to literally say to myself the other day like Reese you're even getting disappointed by a better caliber of guy because and I had to go through the reasons why like this is where I'm at so no boundaries is not the 
It's not that thing. Like, for instance, these clothes I got on, because I got all these fruits, and then I wrote the names of the fruits of the spirit next to it, because I was going to murder somebody. I and was so, reading them, because at first I was like, she got the juice, or what? Like, what is happening? No, it's the fruit of the spirit, because I was deciding how I was going to handle a situation, and the Lord started talking to me, like, that ain't how you're supposed to do it. And I had to pray out loud. And I had to start telling myself, because church people, they good for thinking the evidence of the Holy Spirit is tongues. And it's not. It's those things should be evident in your life. So when something went wrong, he wanted to start talking to me about how he forgives me. And that's what he needs me to do. And I, and I could hear you talking because somebody did something that I thought was super foul. And so I was going to shoot my foul shots. Because when you foul somebody in the NBA, huh? <laughs> You, you get foul shots. In, in football, when there's a penalty, you you know, you get an automatic down. So I was going to jump them 20 yards and meet them. That's what was getting ready to happen. And the Lord <laughs> began to talk to me about the things that need to be evident. And through that, this came about. Some of this, this <laughs> positivity spin at the moment. I can't get the boundaries because they keep running before anybody gets to the boundary. <laughs> and then oh, I, I am literally the the exception to every rule. So when I talk, people who don't know me be like, but I'm not lying. Like, they can't even get in close enough really for a boundary to be set because everybody got track shoes on. So I'm finding out a lot of people say what they want because they don't think it it exists. Mm -hmm. So they don't ever think they'll have to live up to the... when You you can describe exactly what you want. If you don't ever think it's out here, if your reason for behaving the way you do is because you don't think what you want exists, then it makes how you behave okay. Mm-hmm. So when you're confronted with the thing you didn't think existed, right. now it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. And so when you're not ready to abandon your behavior, you're going to run because yeah. you can't keep acting. And I literally... Just make sure you remember these things when you're triggered. I, I <laughs> keep... <laughs> right. Because this is you. You be knowing the answers right. you, to your you questions. You identify it. But in the moment, but in the moment it's you like out you, of be, emotion. you be annoyed, and it's like, yo, I don't understand, but you do understand. But I, but I, in my mind, I'm like, this can't be in it. My mind. I got like three of them. I was trying to analyze because I'm like, Reese, it's gotta be you. Like, something gotta be wrong with you, sis. Like, we need to sit down. <laughs> Let's go through the, the. What are you doing? Like, I'm trying to see, and even recently. Literally, the conversation happened. Like, I was like, I can just, I was like, we'll push each other, right? <laughs> so then, <laughs> days later, the individual is like, my bad, I'm going to hit you. I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and it's been real busy. I hadn't heard from them in like 24 hours. My response was, handle your handle, and sent the kiss emojis. The kiss emojis. I heard her from them since. When you present these things with what they want, these niggas is not ready. They not ready. Mm-mm. They not ready. And the insult to me, and this could be my bad, but the insult to me with people who be like, you know, I just got to detach from some things. And that's probably a healthy thing to say. But this is how sick I am. <laughs> this is how I feel. 
that never for you to think I'm gonna be here when you get healed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. Like you actually think everybody gonna be as dumb as all y'all, and right. I'm gonna keep sinning. Right. Somebody's gonna realize what I am, right. and I'm not gonna be here when you circle back. So in some ways, I feel insulted because you feel like I'm gonna be here when you get done healing, and I just and not for nothing. I watch some people who have had to detach from people, either bad breakups or divorces. And people who have taken time, I found them to jack the next one up. But I watched one individual, they literally, we saw them a month prior, they were with their spouse. We saw them the next month, and we were like, that is not her husband. And apparently they split up, nobody really knew. And she's been with that man ever since. They married. She just is happy, got a kid. Sometimes I think people overcomplicate the process in their mind. Because a lot of people already been divorced for years before you actually get divorced. Yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. you you in your mind are like, oh, yeah. I got to take all this time. You don't, Y'all done already oh, took the yeah. time oh, while yes. y'all was together. <laughs> so my thing is, if you meet somebody who is everything that you... And you just like, she'll be here when I get ready. I just think that's foolish. But and that could be me. Maybe I'm not healthy in that thinking, but I don't care because I'm sick of this. <laughs> you also have to know what your magnet is. Because some people might be drawn to you for your ambition, want to take it, and leave. Listen, and I say all the time, people, they don't take the time to get to know Christian. They fall in love with the, the part of me that they saw or see in that time. So whether it's the, the guy in the uniform, whether if it's the apostle, whether if it's the music person, they like that part of me. That's what they fell in love with. But when, when they get to meet the rest, then they be you understand? Well, my, my ambition seems to create issues. Like, I... If they are attracted to me for that, that seems to turn That's very an quickly. Example. Because it could be anything, but you have to be able to identify, especially when it's happening frequently. Your right. friendships, your your intimate relationships, where they they coming and going. If it's something in you that they're drawn to, then they may be able to take it and go, or they may realize it's they're not ready for it and go. So that you have to be able to identify that because that way you'll be able to to be prepared for whatever the next situation is that's coming. Maybe that's my problem. With the men, I think they just attracted to what they see. And I think and they, they expect me to, expect me to be a big booty bimbo. Mm -hmm. And when they find out I'm not, it's like, oh shoot. And you would think they'd be like, Oh, this is the home run. No, they're thinking, Oh, I'll have to work for this. Let yes. me sneak out the yes. door. Like you would you would love this it. book because I, I talk about that about about how the man leaves the girl that he can't predict. If if I if I don't if I can't think for you, but hold on. That's scary for me. If I can't think for you, if I don't know what you're thinking, that's scary for me. And I'm not and I'm not doing that. <laughs> like I'm not living in fear. <laughs> like God forbid we have a conversation so I can know how you think. No no no. I'm just gonna dip. <laughs> That's a problem, though, or for me, at least. I legit was asked this question this morning and then from one person, and then literally a couple days ago, somebody asked me the very 
same exact question. So I don't know what's in the air, but it's bothering. Um, the question to me was, do you think you're hard to read? And I, I don't think I really answered the question because my response was, the problem for me is, stop trying to read me and just ask a goddamn question. Right. If you need understanding of something, stop trying to figure me out. Stop trying to read. If you don't understand, ask me. Like, why are you trying? Because oftentimes, while you're trying to read a person, understand you, you're getting your read. You're getting your result. What you think, not necessarily what who the person is or what they think or how they feel. It's what you came up with or what you created. Uh-huh. So let's stop trying to read people. Maybe they don't think you'll give <coughs> an honest answer. There's some people you can ask questions. And while they're answering you, you're like, oh, God, would you just tell the truth for once? And, and maybe I, they think that's going to be the issue. Yeah, but well, even with that, that. At, but even with that, pieces. <laughs> so because a lot of times, even, even in lying, people are telling the truth. But listen, even a lion, people are telling the truth. They're telling on themselves. Mm-hmm. So it the whole truth of the matter is going to eventually come to light because after a while, they're either going to lose themselves or they won't be able to keep up with whatever the case. And it's all so pay attention to the lie. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Pay attention to the lie because it, it, I'm telling you, even in a lie, there's there's a truth. I'm telling you. Yeah. So let me ask you this for my own selfish reasons. Back to something I said earlier. Cause Wait, I hold on. And, and I'm sorry, but let me also say that, say this with that. A lot of times, especially men, because whatever, a lot of times what men will do is they'll lie thinking they're protecting you. Mm-hmm. So I won't tell you the truth about something because I'm thinking about how it might affect you Mm -hmm. or how you might look at me differently or treat me differently or whatever. So I'll either tell you what I think you want to hear or I'll tell you what I think is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to tell you what you can handle. And even in that, those, those responses like, um, Oh, well, that, you know, uh, the, the famous ones about, like, past relationships or how many people you slept with or something like that. Like, oh, uh, no, nah, I ain't see with that many people. You know what I mean? I got my numbers. They, so you slept with a lot of people. You understand what I'm saying? You gave it. No, we got to figure out what you think is a lot. <laughs> and then we'll, and then we'll, as we, we will go from there, amen, amen. <laughs> that's and what, they, that's what I'm saying. They, 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 they're, telling the, they're telling you the truth. They just ain't, you know what I mean, giving you the exact of the truth. Let me ask my question. Then I got a question about that. Cause what is a lie? Is boy a lie? <laughs> and, and not for not for nothing. But sometimes you gotta take into account the person's age, how old they were when they started. Somebody was just talking to me about because I'm gonna tell you the guy's honest truth. Even I, how men talk today. I had a very small window where I learned I learned a lesson about me early on. I'm, I've always been pretty honest with myself. Even the stuff I just don't want to touch. I know it's there. I just don't feel like touching it. So, because somebody... Like, I'd be here. You saved somebody this week. Because surely I was going to 
show up somewhere and tell them to come outside. I had already planned it out. And the Lord just... I can hear his baby Boosie voice like All right, we can help. <laughs> God, the hell are you talking about? Who's in there? Who is this that said that? Oh, thank you. Oh, you know what's up? Because he's special. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You, you, I, you met him or seen him, but... <laughs> I know I was talking with I don't know what bird I was talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. Alright, well I can see this part. So my bad. So the the conversation um the fellas and I uh give them girlfriend treatment and not wife treatment. So I will say for me personally, and that is one thing, I I saw your face, but I can elaborate because in my little journey and process here and I, and, I could and, and counseling it so many different ways. I'm, I've learned that for Christian personally and specifically, one of the things that I have one of the things that I've done wrong and, and not set boundaries, but with that, I have given too much, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I was giving them what I knew how to be as a husband. Mm -hmm. So I was providing for people who I should not have been providing for. Agreed. Like that was not... <laughs> That was not our status. That was not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We were not, we were not married. Mm -hmm. um, but I was providing for them. I was taking care of them. I was doing things for them. Um, I just got to say something real quick. Go ahead. This is my question is, who would you be if, if you were never taught who you were? Because we've called you Uncle Pop Pop your whole life. You've whole always life. taken care of everybody. Your because entire, I had to. Right, that's my point. Your entire life. So now, as an adult, you get all of these people that think you, you love them or you in love with them and they finna be your wife and all these things because all you know how to do is take care of people. Especially these people who've never been taken care of in their lives. Right. Of course, that's going to be misinterpreted. So that's that's my question to you is, have you figured out who you are outside of who you've been made to be? And with that, I have. And but even with that, though, and I'm but even with <laughs> the answers now. But no, 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 no. <laughs> because I will say this. Um, I can separate meaning growing up, there were situations where. I was put in situations where I had to do things because of the situation and the circumstance. Right. Um, but I can separate from having to do a thing and wanting to do a thing. I can separate from doing 
doing something because I have to do it and doing something in a different way because I care mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I can separate and differentiate. Um, I've learned that I am a caring person. But what I've learned in that is that I have to set boundaries because I am a caring person. Yeah. So because I am a caring and a giving person, I have to set boundaries so that way it does not create or deliver a message that says otherwise or says that I want more or I'm giving you this because of this or mm-hmm. da 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 da. You know what I mean? Because and I, I've also learned that people just don't. And and shout outs to uh, Mom Lu- uh, Dorothy Lutz because she tells me all the time, Christian, everybody doesn't think like you. Right. Everybody doesn't move like you. Everybody doesn't work like you. And. I used to get offended by that, and it used to cause me to shut down. But I'm now learning that, no, legit, everybody just does not think that way. Everybody does not move that way. So my definition of loyalty is always different compared to other people's definition of loyalty. Mm -hmm. Um, Me giving out of the kindness of my heart and out of love is completely different. You know, because even in that, there's levels to that. You know what I mean? Because people will give out of love but out of how they love you or how they love for you so on you understand what i'm saying you know it's for me though it's just freely right you know what i mean i give because i if i have it i give because i see the need i give because god tells me whatever the case may be so i'm not looking for something in return um so i'm learning that i i almost not even almost i really do and and having you know to detach from how i was raised or growing up in those situations and circumstances and scenarios but i have to deprogram myself yeah as we all do and <laughs> reestablish some things um in order to be able to move forward and be able to do and give in in the way um that some people may need want or whatever the case may be um so I'm learning boundaries, you know, um, and even with that, I, I kind of almost felt defeated. I almost shut down. It was like, dang, I'm 34 years in, uh, finna get my divorce, this, I never, now I'm learning boundaries. Like now, all these relationships, all of these situationships, now I'm learning boundaries. Um, but as I always say, though, you know, in every situation, take something positive from it. Find a learning perspective. So um, to all the toxic ones, thank you. Because um, y'all, not nah, real talk. You put me in a place to where I'm learning. Um, I'm learning me better, and I'm learning, because I'm learning me better, I'm learning what boundaries are necessary. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing that I often used to argue and say, even to Reese, because um, y'all always be like, oh, you do too much for these people, just that, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, yo, I, I can't change who I am. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. Um, and I'm not going to allow people to put me in a position to force me to change. And I, I mean, I literally have cried about that at times. Like, I really, I'm going to have to become a butt munch. I'm going to have to become a jerk. Like, I'm going to have to, you know what I mean? Like, like it, you know what I mean? Like, it went from one extreme to the other. No, I just need to learn balance. And I need to learn boundaries. Um, so now I'm, I'm just taking different steps. I'm taking different routes. But you know what I will also say with that, though, what sucks is people who have been around you, um, people who know you, um, people who are your friend or whatever, 
you away or box you in or because they don't understand right it's hard to accept the change growth. right and the need for it and then now they're taking it personal like mm-hmm. oh well, you started treating me differently or this that or whatever like i will tell you i mean in these last few months even friendships i had to i've cut some people off i've redefined friendship like now now i'm, I'm asking questions like are you even really my friend like I was a friend to you, but are you a friend to me? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm starting to see, learn, and realize that just who I am is different from other people. Right. How I think and move is just different from other people. Yep. So my, and, and, and the crazy thing, I never really had expectations. I didn't. And, and the reason why is because literally everybody in my life has failed me. So I never, honestly, ever really had expectations. But for those who I have been loyal to the most, mm-hmm. never changed up on, always still gave, blah, 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 I would think yeah. things would be different. But they're not. And I and, and it goes back to my famous meet people where they are. Yeah. And I want to be clear, too, for everybody listening, like, we talking about it. As if it's, it's, you know, just this nonchalant thing. But these are these are real issues that we work on daily that are very isolating because people genuinely don't understand when you get to know yourself, your your identity changes, your ideals changes, your beliefs changes, your definition of friendship changes, like your boundaries change. Like these are all real issues that we go through on a daily basis of the people that we care about most becoming strangers mm-hmm. because of these things. And then it's a real, like, tough situation to be in. So I don't want anybody to take it lightly as if we, we just talking because this is <laughs> this is <laughs> real life. <laughs> and a lot of people ain't ready for it. Just be, just be ready for the people that ain't ready for it. And, and, and I will always, I, I say this because um, even as a child growing up in church, one thing I always asked and used to get in trouble for but it's like if everybody's running to the pastor with all their problems mm-hmm. who is the pastor going to that's why they drink and sleep with everybody <laughs> ain't nowhere for us to run um and 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 as you and i always talk about and from working in mental health and, and you know and i've learned with i'm like yo mental health people need a mental health break I, they every, need somebody. Every therapist should have a therapist. Uh, yeah, nah, listen, real talk, and and yeah, because I, I'm telling you, in this process of me just self-evaluating, it has even caused my approach to change, even in counseling. You know, because it's like, as I'm learning things about me, and it's like, hey, I'm, I'm being ready. I'm always helping everybody. I'm like, Christian, help yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it, it helped me to realize some things. Um, so I take a a different approach with certain things in certain scenarios when talking and counseling other people and, and, and helping them through their journey. Um, but, you know, I definitely always often encourage healthy self-evaluation. Yes. And I emphasize healthy because some of us will self-evaluate and victimization will come into play, and then we will make everyone else the problem, and that we're the solution, and make it seem like our ish don't stink and we're okay, and everybody else is crazy. No, there's crazy inside of you. 
All right. <laughs> yeah, and another thing is with communication is knowing and knowing yourself and being able to articulate your wants and needs is also knowing your love language. Because I can tell you, I, for whatever reason, like we said, I'm the go-to person. Like, everybody want to come to me to talk about relationships. I have no idea why. But one thing that I get a lot is these people that, that you know, take on society's influence and think that a man got to buy them this and buy them that. And then realize later on that that's not even their love language. They lonely. They want the man to spend time with them. They want all the like other things that the that society is not telling them is okay to want, and and they don't even know how to express that. So you again, you setting yourself up for failure because you you don't know who you are. You just going on off of what you seeing everybody else into. So knowing your love language and being able to communicate that is important too. And I'm one of those people. I used to think that. Uh, the little love language test thing was stupid. I used to be like against that thing. Um, but it actually helps some people, I'll say. But one of the things too, and, and man, I've been saying this since we were kids in family counseling. <laughs> um, counseling only works if you want it to work. And mm -hmm. if you take the steps to make it work. Right. Um, and if you have a good counselor. That's a real thing. And like I said before, these are people <laughs> with thoughts, feelings, and ideals. And problems. Right. Of like their own. You, I mean, come on. You got to be able to, discernment is the word. You have to have your own discernment. <laughs> like, you can't just be following anybody blindly, regardless of the title. That's where a lot of people mess up at. That's not really in your head now, huh? Yes, yes it is. I think I purchased that ringtone. <laughs> I did. I don't even know whose it was, but that was somebody's ring on my phone. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's terrible. It, not not because <laughs> they were toxic. I'll tell you what ringtone was very meaningful, and that was um, Missy Elliott's teary-eyed. Somebody in my phone, their name was A-Hole, and that was their... Uh, <laughs> about the other day i thought about how many different people i had under the contact name pos at different times <laughs> that 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 kept that uh contact name made its rounds through my phone <laughs> the days of ringtones boy that would tell you a lot about a person and then that person's status with another person yes my ringtones were wishful because they never matched what was actually going on, except for Terry Eyes. That one was very accurate. The rest of them was just hopefulness. I, this is funny because I don't even th think about boundaries. Like, this is interesting when y'all talk oh, about this, so but important. this is not something I sit in and, and think about. But why is that? Why do you not think about it? Why would I think about it? Who am I set a boundary with? Your family. Oh, child, the, the boundary, everything's out of bounds, but then that boundary's been set. Shoot, that ain't. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> it's lit. That boundary has been set. Oh, no. I, mm -mm. So, ain't no, ain't that the thing. I am, I tried the other day because I am trying. You <laughs> 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 I am trying to 
find positive things. Like, so I had to literally say to myself the other day, like, Reese, you're even getting disappointed by a better caliber of guy because, and I had to go through the reasons why, like, this is where I'm at. So no, boundaries is not the, it's not that, the, like, for instance, these clothes I got on, because I got all these fruits, and then I wrote the names of the fruits of the spirit next to it because I was going to murder somebody. I and was so, reading them because at first I was like, she got the juice or what? Like, what is happening? No, happen? it's the fruit of the spirit because I was deciding how I was going to handle a situation, and the Lord started talking to me like, that ain't how you're supposed to do it. And I had to pray out loud, and I had to start telling myself because church people, they're good for thinking the evidence of the Holy Spirit is tongues, and it's not. It's those things should be evident in your life. So when something went wrong, he wanted to start talking to me about how he forgives me and that's what he needs me to do. And I and I could hear you talking because somebody did something that I thought was super foul. And so I was going to shoot my foul shots because when you foul somebody in the NBA, <laughs> huh? you, you get foul shots. In, in football, when there's a penalty, you, you know, you get an automatic so I was going to jump them 20 yards and meet them. That's what was getting ready to happen. And the Lord <laughs> began to talk to me about the things that need to be evident. And through that, this came about. Some of this, this positivity spin at the moment. I can't get the boundaries because they keep running before anybody gets to the boundaries. <laughs> and oh, I, mean. I, I am literally the exception to every rule so when I talk people who don't know me be like but I'm not lying like they can't even get in close enough really for a boundary to be set because everybody got track shoes on so I'm finding out a lot of people say what they want because they don't think it it exists Mm -hmm. so they don't ever think they'll have to live up to the when you you can describe exactly what you want if you don't ever think it's out here if your reason for behaving the way you do is because you don't think what you want exists right then it makes how you behave okay Mm -hmm. so when you're confronted with the thing you didn't think existed now it's like oh shoot yeah and so when you're not ready to abandon your behavior you're going to run because yeah. you can't keep acting. And I literally... Just make sure you remember these things when you're triggered. I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> right. You because this is you. You be knowing the answers right. you, to your you question. You identify it. But in the moment, in the moment it's you like out you, be, of emotion. you be annoyed. And it's like, yo, I don't understand. But you do understand. But I... But I in my mind, I'm like, this can't be in it. My mind. I got like... Three of them I was trying to analyze because I'm like, Reese, it's got to be you. Like, something got to be wrong with you, sis. Like, we need to sit down. <laughs> Let's go through the, the, what are you doing? Like, I'm trying to see. And even recently, literally the conversation happened. Like, I was like, I can just, I was like, we'll push each other, right? <laughs> so then, <laughs> days later. The individual is like, my bad, I'm going to hit you. I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and it's been real busy. I hadn't heard from them in like 24 hours. My response was, handle your handle, and sent the kiss emojis. The kiss emojis. 
I ain't heard of him from them since. When you present these things with what they want, these niggas is not ready. They not ready. Mm-mm. They not ready. And the insult to me, and this could be my bad, but the insult to me with people who be like, you know, I just got to detach from some things. And that's probably a healthy thing to say. But this is how sick I am. <laughs> this is how I feel. The never for you to think I'm gonna be here when you get healed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. Like you actually think everybody gonna be as dumb as all y'all, and right. I'm gonna keep sitting. Right. Somebody's gonna realize what I am, right. and I'm not gonna be here when you circle back. So in some ways, I feel insulted because you feel like I'm gonna be here when you get done healing, and I just and not for nothing. I watch some people who have had to detach from people, either bad breakups or divorces. And people who have taken time, I found them to jack the next one up. But I watched one individual, they literally, we saw them a month prior, they were with their spouse. We saw them the next month, and we were like, that is not her husband. And apparently they split up, nobody really knew. And she's been with that man ever since. They married. She just is happy, got a kid. Sometimes I think people overcomplicate the process in their mind. Because a lot of people already been divorced for years before you actually get divorced. Yeah. Right. So oh, yeah. you you in your mind are like, oh, yeah. I got to take all this time. You know, Y'all done already oh, took the yeah. time oh, while yes. y'all was together. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, if you meet somebody who is everything that you... And you just like, she'll be here when I get ready. I just think that's foolish. But and that could be me. Maybe I'm not healthy in that thinking, but I don't care because I'm sick of this. <laughs> you also have to know what your magnet is. Because some people might be drawn to you for your ambition, want to take it, and leave. Listen, and I say all the time, people, they don't take the time to get to know Christian. They fall in love with the the part of me that they saw or see in that time. So whether it's the, the guy in the uniform, whether if it's the apostle, whether if it's the music person, they like that part of me. That's what they fell in love with. But when, when they get to meet the rest, then they be you understand? Well, my, my ambition seems to create issues. Like I if they are attracted to me for that, that seems to turn That's very an quickly. Because it could be anything, but you have to be able to identify, especially when it's happening frequently. Your right. friendships, your your intimate relationships, where they they coming and going. If it's something in you that they're drawn to, then they may be able to take it and go, or they may realize it's they're not ready for it and go. So that you have to be able to identify that because that way you'll be able to to be prepared for whatever the next situation is that's coming. Maybe that's my problem. With the men, I think they just attracted to what they see. And I think and they, they expect me to, expect me to be a big booty bimbo. Mm-hmm. And when they find out I'm not, it's like, oh shoot. And you would think they'd be like, oh, this is the home run. No, they're thinking, oh, I'll have to work for this. Let yeah. me sneak out the yeah. door. Like you would you would love this book. Because I, I talk about that, about about how the man leaves the girl that he can't predict. If if I if I don't if I can't think for you. But hold on. 
That's scary for me. If I can't think for you, if I don't know what you're thinking, that's scary for me. And I'm not, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I'm not living in fear. <laughs> like, God forbid we have a conversation so I can know how you think. No, no, no. I'm just going to dip. <laughs> that's a problem, though. Or for me, at least. I legit was asked this question this morning and then from one person. And then literally a couple days ago, somebody asked me the very same exact question. So I don't know what's in the air, but it's bothering. Um, the question to me was, do you think you're hard to read? And I, I don't think I really answered the question because my response was, the problem for me is, stop trying to read me and just ask a goddamn question. Right. If you need understanding of something, stop trying to figure me out. Stop trying to read. If you don't understand, ask me. Like... Why are you trying? Because oftentimes, while you're trying to read a person, understand you, you're getting your read. You're getting your result. What you think, not necessarily what, who the person is or what they think or how they feel. It's what you came up with or what you created. Uh So let's stop trying to read people. Maybe they don't think you'll give (coughs) an honest answer. There's some people you can ask questions. And while they're answering you, you're like, oh, God, would you just tell the truth for once? And And maybe they think that's going to be the issue. But even with that, that. but even with that, pieces. So, because a lot of times, even even in lying, people are telling the truth. That's true. Listen, even in lying, people are telling the truth. They're telling on themselves. Mm -hmm. So, the whole truth of the matter... It's going to eventually come to light because after a while, they're either going to lose themselves or they won't be able to keep up with whatever the case. And it's all. So pay attention to the lie. Mm -hmm. Real talk. Pay attention to the lie, because I'm telling you, even in a lie, there's there's a truth. I'm telling you. So let me ask you this for my own selfish reasons. Back to something I said earlier. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry, but let me also say that say this with that a lot of times especially men because whatever a lot of times what men will do is they'll lie thinking they're protecting you Mm -hmm. so I won't tell you the truth about something because I'm thinking about how it might affect you Mm -hmm. or how you might look at me differently or treat me differently or whatever so I'll either tell you what I think you want to hear or I'll tell you what I think is going to be yeah exactly exactly I'm going to tell you what you can handle and even in that those those responses like um oh well you know uh, the the famous ones about like past relationships or how many people you slept with or something like that like oh no I ain't see what that many people you know what I mean I got my numbers they, so you slept with a lot of people. You understand what I'm saying? You gave it. No, we got to figure out what you think is a lot. <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll, as we, we will go from there, amen, amen. <laughs> that's and what, they, that's what I'm saying. They, 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 they're, telling the, they're telling you the truth. <laughs> they just ain't, you know what I mean, giving you the exact of the truth. Let me ask my question. Then I got a question about that. Because what is a lot? Is boy <laughs> And not for not for nothing, but sometimes you gotta take into account the person's age, how old they were, 
when they started. Somebody was just talking to me about Because I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. You know I, how men talk today. I had a very small window where I learned I learned a lesson about me early on. I've always been pretty honest with myself. Even the stuff I just don't want to touch. I know it's there. I just don't feel like touching it. So, because somebody was, they were, I think it was my first, like, real go with a manipulative person. And they was doing everything under the sun. But, and I was real cool with the boy's brother. And he was like, why don't you just let her do her thing since you're doing yours? And he was like, that's what I told her. But if she do it, she ain't going to be with me. Okay, you're not hearing what you're saying. <laughs> so because I started finding out everything he was doing, it was like the first time I was so in love, I couldn't leave. It was weird. Everybody before, if they were cheating on me, I was out. Peace. I'm done. Mm-hmm. This was the first time where I was like, it ended again. <laughs> I messed up. We're still live on this end. I don't know what is happening. I, I'm not because the last two times when I was talking, maybe I just need to shut up. <laughs> it was the first time I couldn't pull myself away, so I went through this quick phase where I was like getting even, and then one day I just stopped and was like, "Sis, mm-hmm. um, you're getting even is only hurting you. Yeah. Like, you're getting." It's not loud enough. Keep going. I'm just going to record the audio. <laughs> I was sitting there like, you're getting, your numbers are picking up, and it's going to make you look bad. Mm-hmm. Like, internally, you feel better because you're getting back, and you don't even know, but your numbers. And so, I had that little space of time where I had hoish tendencies. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. other than that, and because of how I slowed down since then, once you factor in when I started and how old I am now, I mean, for Christ's sake, it's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I, who thought I'd be saying that as a single lady? Like, I can't believe it's been. Yeah. But, the, you know, it's been 20 years. So if your number is like 2021, 20, technically, that's not, like, it sounds bad. Yeah. But yeah. if you look at that, that's yeah. like one person a year. Like, that's not. Anyway, um, so the question I was going to ask was. <laughs> So what do you take from somebody who is talking out both sides of their mouth in the conversation? Like, which part of the man is you supposed to believe? Like, the part that's like, yeah, I can't. And then the part that's like, so when we get in the, uh, sir, you just said that you didn't want to see me. And now you did. Literally, you go from like, I don't want to see you to I can't wait anymore. So which person is that? Like, which person is you supposed to believe and then they run after that so then like which person is the whichever one match the action so the runner (laughs) 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 that was easy but there's a statement in the running though yeah um and even with the running it's not always um necessarily a reflection of you or a reflection of them it's just a reflection of life you know what i mean different things that they've experienced different things that they're dealing with going through whatever the case may be so um you just have to take what you need or want from that message and then determine on how you move from there this is why i don't have boundaries because they (laughs) (laughs) amen so um 
happiness is my hell is is out on all platforms. Name the platforms again. Kenzel, Kobo, Barnes and Noble's Nook, Smashwords, and thebookpatch.com. And and definitely um y'all could definitely pick those up uh from those different um sites. Uh definitely uh listen, Google her, she famous. Naya Youngest. Google that name. Uh get get all the rest of, go go get books one through fourteen. Um <laughs> and stay in the know. That is to be applauded because as a creative, I can say <laughs> it really is not. Because as a creative, you're driven by emotions, it works for you and against you. Like there are days where it drives you and it keeps you going, and then there are days where the emotions make you not want to do a freaking thing because you just had enough. So and that's Amen why I always, thank you, and I always try to, like, challenge myself because I don't want to keep writing the same stuff over and over again. Every single one of my books are different, different characters. Because we don't need names. another Tyler Perry. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everyone is, is, is very different. Like, this one is, is the first time that it's, it's solely focused on one character, and, I, and that was so much fun for me. I fell in love with her. I was able to like keep her alive and going for several chapters. And um, I, I just, I usually write from different perspectives, and and which is a lot of fun too. But sometimes you don't know what the other person is thinking, and that's an important thing to talk about. That's an important thing to write about is being able to to make certain decisions with the other person in mind without having a clue of what they're thinking like that's a real struggle that we have to deal with as human beings so i yeah, felt like it was important to talk about that and, and write from that perspective so that was fun <laughs> so again shout out to uh naya youngest definitely and it is uh women's history month so you know she's definitely doing her thing um her thing thing all right 15 books is out so definitely um, follow her on social media. She's on Instagram at uh, young.naya. Young is Y-U-N-G. Um, and then... Dot N-I-A. Yeah. Some people think that's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Y-U-N-G dot N-I-A. Young dot Naya on Instagram. That's like an actual rapper's name. Y U N G dot N I. Well, he's Naya Youngest, so I just thought it was cute. No, it's more about Young Naya. It's more about what I think of these names. <laughs> and then definitely, um, book patch, Kindle, Barnes and Noble's Nook, mm-hmm. and Smashwords and Kobo. There you go. Uh, y'all heard it right here. And make sure listen. It's out now. Her happiness. Is my hell. Go get your copy now. Bring in lyrics.